The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. You know, always uh, to put this in very kind of Buddhistic terms, consciousness arises with an object without being aware of something even if it's awareness itself what can we say what is awareness right so there's something that the consciousness knows but I'd like to make it a little uh, simpler and more immediate for us and that is that whether we're knowing, we're experiencing a thought, an emotion internally, or we're experiencing seeing or hearing another person. There's still the same dynamic of awareness vibrating with experience, you know what I'm saying? There's this sensitivity, sensitivity to the world, in the world, with the world. And of course, one of the ways that we get into so much trouble is we become aware of something and because of the whole conditioned experience, because of something from the past, or because of how it feels, the sensation that comes up. The reaction can be strong. It it can be so strong that it carries us away. The, The reaction becomes the reality, you know? This is what happens in anger, fear, lust, And of course, what happens next is we act from that. So this is no small stuff. This is the root of being in the world, of being sentient, being responsive. So when we pause in the moment is mindfulness, we know what's happening right now. We begin to get more intimate with the experience of what is going on, you know? Mindfulness provides this quality of immediacy with experience. And the relaxing is the tranquility, the concentration, it's the steadiness of mind. So it's the steadiness of the sati, the steadiness of mindfulness, the steadiness with experience, even if it's unpleasant, even if it's incredibly exciting and wonderful, it's known, it's received. These are qualities we've been just begun to cultivate, you know, just touching. And of course, we're touching them in this interpersonal experience, but still, it's just like our silent meditation.
mindfulness, and concentration. With the meditation instruction open, pause, relax, open. We're invited to give attention to that mindfulness internally, mindfulness externally, and both internally and externally. And this is uh, quite a wonderful, baffling meditation direction, if you will, that was offered by the Buddha. What does it mean? If we're going to cultivate mindfulness internally, we're knowing this body-mind that is experiencing the world, right? So there's these sensations and perceptions and so on, this knowing itself, the consciousness itself, moment by moment, and this is known, mindfulness, okay? You know this. My mind state is like this right now. What does it mean mindfulness is established externally? So I'm going to speak about a couple of ways that that is to be understood. The first is spatially. So there's lots of uh, instructions in the discourses, in the suttas, where the Buddha refers to the external, oh, the world. Right? So now mindfully mindful internally, awareness of what's going on in this body-mind, mindfulness externally, right there, this, this world, right? Might be another person, might be a tree, right? And so, one is seeing and hearing and so on, but one is mindful. So far, so good. And then mindfulness established internally and externally, both. That's the instruction. What could that mean? So if you are aware externally, internally. Okay, so I'm aware of this body sitting, aware of this man in front of me, what's your name? Phil. Phil, I'm aware of Phil. And then just softening the, uh, if you will, the quality of awareness where it's not focusing just on a fixed object, either out there or in here. There's a mindfulness of both this body and the seeing and the experiencing of Phil Right, so that it's encompassed in this field of awareness, and it's just known. It's all known. 
right? So as you're listening to me speak, you can explore that. Is it possible for you to also be aware of this body sitting? To be aware even that there's mind states now, whether you're agitated or calm or happy or sad, and yet you're seeing me and hearing me, and it's both. Mindfulness established internally and externally, both. Right? So there's a sense of this spatial quality expanding, the field of awareness is encompassing, and here we are. Maybe it's just me and, and Phil, but maybe it could be expansive and it's you know, opening in this very uh, wide way. Now, I don't want to confuse you, but I'm going to take a risk. Uh, so, I could talk about looking at Phil or looking at one of you, but I'll state it in terms of your seeing me so that you can explore the experience as I'm talking about it. But that means, of course, that you need to look at me or it won't make any sense. I don't care about being looked at. I don't need to be seen. I'm just saying for your practice. Okay, so you're seeing me, yeah? Hi. Right, here I am. So what's seeing me? Your visual cortex, right? That's all that's happening. Your visual cortex is activated. Is that internal? Is that external? It's your visual cortex. Hello? This is your visual cortex. Allow yourself to be challenged. Just allow the, let it be a koan of life. Right? This is your visual cortex. And I speak, you hear these words, your auditory cortex, you, the whole language area, the, of course the whole brain is lighting up with all of this human contact. That's what's actually happening. The whole thing is activated. I don't want to confuse you that much. just want to leave it simple enough. Right? So, is this external? It's internal? I'm not going to give you an answer. I asked everybody. Right? So in that sense, the external has this quality of the internal. And to be aware both internally and externally can you let yourself fall into what that is to be mindful of this world, this object, and the sensitive being that is sensing this world at the same time? So the subject, the subjective experience, consciousness, mind states, and here's the world. Right now I'm the world. Right? So you're aware of this world and aware of your responsiveness to the world. See what I'm saying? It's subtle, but that's what I said. I was taking a risk. I usually just teach this internal, external, and both 
in the spatial way and then let people discover for themselves. But we have so little time. So I'm just taking you into the deep end. If it makes no sense, it's okay. But if you allow yourself to be confused the way a koan can be confusing and can be of service in that way, maybe this can be of service. So I'd like to invite us into meditation practice with this, to actually observing this in in the moment of meditation. Mindfulness established internally, externally, and both, which is of course the relation itself. The relational field is, is known. The experience of both is known directly, observed, not made up, just observed. Okay? So we will hear, right? What's that? I'm sorry? We close our eyes, meditate. I'm going to give you real clear instructions so that... It's already hard enough without, with my giving instructions. I'm not going to have you do it without instructions. Yeah. Right. Good. Thank you. So, um, I'd like to invite you to find a meditation partner. And uh, one of my concerns has to do with the, not only comfort, but awakeness of the body-mind. So, um, uh, I propose that uh, you find a partner, decide who's going to speak first, who's going to listen first, and then I'll just offer a little bit of movement for the body just to make sure that, you know, there's uh, some flow of chi, as it were. Okay? Thank you very much. So the mindfulness of the entire body now, again, not expecting it to necessarily be stable. It could move around either with distraction or sensation or just because that's what it does. All of a sudden it focuses on a particular thing. But then inviting this opening, pause, Relax, open to the totality of the body. And maybe see what it's like if you just let the awareness extend just beyond the skin, just the envelope around the body. Just whether or not that makes sense to you, just explore it. And now, 
noticing the wider space in which this sound is unfolding, this voice, the sounds of cars, whatever it is, doesn't matter what the details are. Just open to hearing, to the wide open space where sound is known. And still, the body is known. It's both. So there's a softening of any kind of focus and the body, the whole body sitting and the whole field of hearing. What's that like? The whole body sitting. And there's hearing. The mind is wide and open. The awareness open. And in just a moment, I'll be inviting you to just crack the eyes open a little bit. Specifically, I'm suggesting that you don't look at your partner's face or anything. It's just too much. But to just open to the visual field. But before we do that, let's just reestablish the whole body sitting, awareness of the whole body sitting. There's hearing, so you're aware now the whole open space of sound and the sitting body. And just letting the eyes open just a little bit. The gaze is slightly downward. Noticing the visual field. So the eyes are open just a little bit, enough to see. So there's seeing. And there's hearing. And there's the whole body sitting.
And as we talked earlier, the sense of sight can be very compelling. So take your time. The mind easily focuses on objects and so on. But just soften the, soften the, the attentional focus so that they're seeing, noticing the hearing wide and open. And the whole body is sitting, the whole body. Just take your time to explore that, the opening. And if you find that the attentional focus is moving around from this to that, rather than just opening, noticing this is absolutely good practice. Don't worry. Sometimes there might be the awareness of the whole body and the other uh, senses, and it's quite relaxed. So now you're invited to notice that in this visual field, there is a So there's awareness of another object, a human being in this field of awareness. And there's still awareness of the body sitting, the whole felt sense of the sitting body. So just stop with that. I mean, you know, continue that practice and noticing the mindfulness internally, the sensations within this body, the thoughts, the experience of this moment, and externally, the other. Mindfulness internally, 
externally noticing the other and both internally and externally give yourself a moment with that this so there's just the field of awareness and you're both in it And now for just a moment, not for very long, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and look at the other person. You could look at their face if you like and notice the mindfulness internally, this body sitting, the thoughts or whatever is going on. Mindfulness externally, of the other, and both internal and external. So the whole experience of all of it, the whole body sitting, the other hearing, seeing. And the mind may want to go here and there. It may find itself uh, unsettled, or it may find it very easy and relaxed. It's all okay. And if you want to, it can be very helpful to also expand beyond the other specific person to the whole field, the whole room, the whole universe, you might say. And here's this totality this body sitting, this other person, this whole room, just a spacious, wide awareness. Just see if that makes any sense. And just now letting the eyes close and noticing the experience of establishing the mindfulness again internally. What's it like right now? The body is sitting. These thoughts, these sensations, Very simple, very familiar. Is it more comfortable? Easier? Just see what it's like. What's the quality of mindfulness right now? So what I'd like to do is if you just uh, remain with your eyes closed and listen to these instructions, 
I'd like to give you 15 minutes for this very same practice outside. Just to go into nature, even though we're here in a city, be with some trees or bushes, and noticing the internal, the external, and both. You take your time. If you're walking, every now and then stop and notice the internal and the external in both. Pause, relax, open. Start to use this meditation instruction that's so simple because it helps, it just helps give you a, a touch point, open. Right? And the opening is this noticing, where is the attention now? What is this quality of awareness? Is it focused inward? Is it landed on the world? Can you open to both with a specific tree, a specific plant of some kind? And then also just notice, is there spaciousness or contraction? Be curious about it. Don't, don't try to just force it one way, but do work with it a little bit. That's why I'm inviting you into nature where it's so simple. There's not another person, another set of eyes looking at you. But you want to come back to your meditation partner with this benefit of practice. You, you can leave all your chairs, all your cushions, a bell will ring in about 12 minutes, so you'll have just a few minutes to come back and be seated. Thank you very much. So, for starting, we're going to explore in Insight Dialogue the experience itself of open. What that means is, when I ring the bell and you enter into dialogue, the speaker and the listener will have the same practice, but I'll describe it for the speaker. Noticing the mindfulness internally. Seeing the other noticing the mindfulness externally and exploring open such that the awareness opens wide to encompass both the internal and the external, both internal experience and the other and this relational totality, this this moment of experience where you're both known. So you're feeling and knowing this body sitting, you're aware of the other at the same time. Both. And in your practice, noticing the internal and the external might move very quickly. You might see the other person thought may arise, a sound is heard, 
and you can notice the movement of the attention. But with mindfulness, right? There's mindfulness. It's not just reaction. And pause, relax, open. What happens when you offer the instruction open to both internal and external? And describe your experience. The recommendation is that both of you are practicing with your eyes open when the bell rings, of course. And take your time. You're actually noting experience. And it's completely normal, by the way, for it to shift quickly or for the mind to contract to the internal. And just to name it. And what does happen when you invite open? The listener's doing the same thing and has the gift of the speaker speaking to really define the external. The world is, if you will, dancing in front of you. And then there's the awareness internally and the opening to both. Only instead of naming experience, you have the simplicity of just receiving it. Pause, relax, open. Letting the mindfulness settle internally. And again, noticing if that's more familiar and comfortable, simpler. But it's the same mindfulness, yeah? What's it like? Shifting to the new listener, new speaker. And again, the invitation basically is to practice, pause, relax, open, and speak of your experience of open. When is the mindfulness established internally? When externally? When both? And if you find yourself in some moment distracted, then you notice that, you come back. What's it like to open? Here you are with another human being. 
What's the experience? Where is the awareness? Pause. Relax, accept. Open. Especially when the bell first rings and you open from this internal closed eyes experience, notice the opening and you can also give voice to that experience of entering into the relational, into the both. Mindfulness settles internally, noticing what that's like. Now we'll release the form of taking turns so you enter into the fullness of practice. It's a very interesting point now because now mindful internally and externally, you're with someone who's doing the same. So you might say open meets open or sometimes not, right? So you can see what that's like. So what's it like to practice, pause, relax, and open with another person in the dynamic experience of meditating together? So you can name the quality. Maybe it's spacious, maybe it contracts, maybe the attention lands on the other person, the seeing them or the hearing them, but then you remember this body sitting and this internal experience. Maybe you open to both. Maybe they do, maybe they name something and that shifts your experience. So you're beginning just to touch the subtlety of actual relational contact, right? Of mindfulness. So again, you're practicing pause, relax, open, and giving particular attention to what happens when I invite open now with this other person, and they're doing the same, speaking and listening. Take your time, entering into generous practice with the other. Pause, relax, open.
just a bit, I'm going to offer a contemplation to work with and a slight shift in the instructions, but I want to give you a few minutes more of this practice so that you can ask yourself uh, these questions. How's the pause? As you're speaking, is there the reestablishment of mindfulness? As you're listening, how's the pause? And inviting, relax, and receive, and allow. Really let yourself settle into, uh, or discover, let's say, a quality of being with another that still is rested in mindfulness, in a settling of the body-mind, so that we can see clearly what is this experience right now? What is this? In this moment of interpersonal contact, what is this? And the sense of we that opens up in open. So you're noticing, oh, right now I'm speaking. And I'm seeing you out there, and yet I'm aware of me in here. Whatever it looks like or sounds like, really explore open. But you need the pause and relax to do this. And it will prepare us for this next bit of practice. Pause, relax, open. What's this like? Just a couple more minutes. So take your time. Each moment of practice is a, an opportunity. opportunity to touch awareness and to do so with another. Open. Open. So I'd like to now 
offer for your practice another traditional Buddhist contemplation. But to call it Buddhist is um, kind of sets us off track because it makes it like it's uh, possibly religious and doesn't necessarily touch this very moment of human experience. And it's really this moment of experience and shedding light on this life that concerns us here. But I, the, the language of this contemplation is very traditional. So touching the truth of it is exactly your challenge. We're going to contemplate the Buddha, Dhamma, and Sangha. We're going to begin with the Buddha. And our insight dialogue practice is our foundation. So if you're not really giving attention to pausing, then it just becomes a conversation. Maybe a nice one, maybe one that is rich in beautiful content, but it's just a conversation. You could do it anytime. Let's make the day dedicated to this exploration of meditating together. So when I talk about right now this contemplation of the Buddha, I'm talking about the qualities of the mind of the Buddha. How vast, how awake, what is that mind? What is that mind? What is that heart? who could sit day after day as people came with their trials and troubles and the wisdom was always there. What was that mind that could sit under a tree by himself in the woods and penetrate beyond all doubt the nature of imprisonment and freedom. What kind of mind? Sit with that now in silence. This is your pause. This is what it's like to pause right now. You're pausing and touching the truth of experience. You're going to speak the truth. You're going to learn to speak the truth, to meditate as you speak, touching the truth of the mind of the Buddha. Can your speech the quality of your awareness as you listen, come up to this opportunity. Feel the pause. 
Can you speak while the pause continues? What would be spoken? What can you say about the mind of the Buddha? And here's the hard part. The Buddha was a human being. You are a human being. To speak the mind of the Buddha is to touch the Buddha, to touch your capacity for boundless compassion, for penetrating wisdom. Touch it now as you hear these words. The Buddha was a human being. His feet touched the earth and he felt the earth. As he walked, his leg muscles carried him forward. His heart beat. He too suffered from a sore back, sickness. He too saw his friends die. Just like you. So contemplate this humanity and your capacity. The awakeness now, as you speak, feel the lips form each word. You're not going to take turns because the practice just invites both of you into the subtlety of this moment. When you see the other person, do you see the Buddha? Do you see their awareness? Do you see their love? Do you see your own looking at them? If you need to remember the qualities of the historical Buddha, go ahead, but bring it back home realizing his humanity and your own. And speak the truth, listen deeply. The day will be over soon. Bring each moment this awareness of the pause the patience of relax. If when you're speaking there's no truth to be said, just stop. Touch those few words of truth. Take your time. As you listen, 
Let the Buddha who is speaking really touch you. Receive that wisdom. Listen deeply in meditation with your eyes open, pause, relax, and open into this listening. Pause, relax, and open. Contemplating the Buddha. Contemplating the Buddha within, the Buddha in front of you. And by all means, take your time. Take your time. There's no rush. It's all right here. The body is sitting. The Buddha's body sat. He was aware of the body sitting. So there's a pause right now. What's the pause like? Noticing the quality of awareness. Relax and receive. It's like this right now. We're going to move to the next piece of this contemplation. But I want to remind you that the practice of pausing, relaxing, and opening remains primary. So we'll contemplate the Dhamma. Now, it's very easy to just think of this as those wise teachings out there, like I have to go learn them. This is just the way things are. 
and we come to relationship with that. We come to see things clearly. Now, it always seems that someone else, maybe, besides us, understands the Dhamma. But I'm asking you for a very specific practice. It's what you do understand. Not of the formal teachings. I mean of this life. You understand something about impermanence. You have experienced loss and gain. You have experienced likely death and birth. You know impermanence in your way. You know suffering in your way, don't you? You know cause and effect, karma, in your way. You've seen things go bad. You've seen things go well. Cause and effect. You've seen it. You know what's so hard about this meditation, this particular contemplation, is we are unwilling to acknowledge this wisdom. Unwilling to speak it to another. So I'm asking you to go against the social norms, the social norms of not acknowledging your capacity. And if you <laughs> feel like I feel like I'm channeling my mother or something, but if you don't have something good to say about yourself, don't say anything at all. Acknowledge the wisdom. Can you do that? It's there. You're here. It's a generous act to speak it. Countercultural, I'll admit. But you can cope. If the words that want to come out of your mouth are something like, I don't have any wisdom, it's just a construct. Let it go. Dhamma. Contemplate the Dhamma that's alive in you, not that's out there somewhere. And please, without the pause, it's just a bunch of words doesn't have any power. Let your mindfulness support you. Take your time. And when your partner is speaking, listen deeply. Practice with open, the mind wide and receiving. Receive that wisdom. By all means, take your time. Pause, relax, and open.
So um, another little question, how's the pause? I want to acknowledge that speaking with another person can be uh, exciting. Hearing what they have to say, saying what might be new or meaningful for you can be very stimulating. Is there mindfulness? So before we move on to the last of these contemplations, I want to give you another few minutes with Dhamma. Perhaps some of you know something about the Buddha Dhamma, the teachings of the Buddha. Maybe that wisdom is alive in you. Maybe some of you are willing to touch and acknowledge your kindness. Maybe that wisdom is alive in you, that kindness matters, the power of kindness, the value of kindness. That's wisdom, isn't it? The power of generosity. Maybe you know that. the wisdom of humility. Maybe you know that. The folly of acquisition, of trying to satisfy all the wants of a consumer society. Maybe you know that. Are you willing to sit in that wisdom now and tell your dear Dhamma partner and let him or her experience the joy of your wisdom? Are you that generous? Hmm? Pause and relax. This last few minutes of you contemplate Dhamma, the actualities of this life and the understanding that's alive in you. Please take your time. A few words spoken in truth are far more powerful than many, many words spoken from habit mind. Find the truth. Listen deeply. Take your time. So in this last few minutes of uh, practice with exactly this partner, this Buddha, this wise Buddha, we'll complete this phrase of Buddha, Dhamma, and Sangha. Sangha. 
only we're going to focus on a particular aspect of Sangha right now, which is spiritual friendship. Okay? And I'm not talking about something that is outside of this moment. Because we're only going to take five or ten minutes right now. And I want you to have the opportunity, if you choose to take it, of recognizing this person as a, a spiritual friend to the extent that that feels true, which is to say, they've just spent the last hour meditating with you, at the very least. That's quite lovely. Not everybody would. Go try this at McDonald's. Right? So there's this agreement. We're on this path together. Now, you may or may not feel comfortable with this person or like them or know them or whatever. You may feel a lot of warmth. I don't know. That's not the point. The point is that they're practicing with you and that they're looking back at you and that they're asking the same question you are. What is this? What is this spiritual friendship? That's all. Don't try to force it into something it's not, but let it be what it is. Kalyanamita, spiritual friendship, just a start, just a touch, and let the pause support you, because in the pause is where we find what's true. If it's not coming out of the pause, it's just regurgitating the past. Take your time. Let the pause support you, and listen deeply. Allow yourself to be named as a spiritual friend, even in this simple way. Receive it just as you offer it. Pause. Relax. Open. Take your time. So as we close this dyad and come back together in the circle, I want to take a moment just to point something out. Um, so there's mindfulness right now, perhaps. I don't know. See for yourself. might not be as still and concentrated as a silent retreat, but is the mindfulness itself present? Have a look. Allow it to be its own beast. Don't expect it to be a certain way. Is there this quality of awareness?
right? So you're investigating the mind. There's mindfulness, you're investigating the moment. Notice the energy of the mind, of the body, right now. Notice the energy of investigation right now. An energy that has an inherent, very subtle sometimes, but inherent joy. Just in the wakefulness, not in some kind of mundane pleasure. Notice if there's any steadiness of mind as you observe all of this. Any calm, any concentration, not again, you know, not the concentration of a month of silence, the concentration of the mind is here now. And now the most subtle. Is there any equanimity? Does the mind find any balance now? Again, don't seek perfection. Just some quality of balance of the mind. And you know it. These quiet, simple fruits of your practice, these enlightenment factors, not so distant, And finally, before we join in the group, I invite you to have a look at your meditation partner. Actually look at them visually. And I'm going to ask you a question. Do you know this person at all now? Have a look at them. You know, you've been talking for maybe an hour. You've heard their voice. They've said a few things to you. You've said a few things to them. Something like, oh yeah, I know them a little bit. Right? Just that much. Just that. So the mind is building them inside. The knowing. It's like, oh wow, oh my goodness. How sensitive am I? Look what I've been doing. And just offering your gratitude to your spiritual friend and we'll come together in the circle. Thank you.